critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. That was harsh. What? That was harsh, Dave. Hmm. Middle of July. It is middle of July, and this is the Doc G Show. We've got the usual in the house for this show. Okay? We've got in one co-host passenger seat, Dave Burles, Berlin. Amen. Feeling pretty funky today. Funky. I can smell it. Ew. Oh. That's only. That's what I meant. <laughs> In our other co-host Me seat, too. we've got Justin, Virgin Bat, Evangelista. It's uh, it's packed in here. It is packed. You want to know why? Hmm. Because we also have the exciting, the one, the only American heartthrob, El Jefe May. Sweet. I'm lapping up with Justin right now. Wow. Yes. That's yes. Me clapping. Wait, what? <laughs> the Jefe, the Virgin Bat, and Burl's doing things. In the studio. Hmm. Jeff, can we say you had a crazy little trip a little bit ago? Yes, we can. Around certainty. Around the country. 30-some-odd states you traveled. Seeing the majority of America's majesty. America! That's how our lucky listeners came to know you, Mr. El Jefe May. That's how they came to know you. I've got to ask... Have you traveled to any other states that you didn't travel to on this trip? I know one, because that was California. You lived there. So true. So that one's off the list. So so first-time states is what you're meaning here. Yeah. yeah all right. how, how far, because I want to know, because we all know, listeners of the show know, Justin doesn't care if you go see all 50 states. He's really not impressed by 50 states. Recently on Dolce's Lines. Justin, uh, have you dreamed of seeing all 50 states? Hmm. No. Okay. Well, yeah, who dreams of that? I you? Know, my grandma saw all 50 states. But she traveled She dreamed off. of it? Well, like, you know, that was a goal of hers. It was a dream. She wanted to see all 50 states. No, that's too much. Okay. <laughs> that's too many states. That's too many states. No. Even She went. She saw all 50? Yeah, she's been to all Alaska, 50 states. Alaska, Hawaii, yeah. too? Mm-hmm. I'm impressed by 51. It's not... <laughs> It's not a dream that Justin has, and he doesn't care if you do it. But I think that's pretty cool. Yes! How close are you to the 50 states? Yeah, he's saying, like, oh, okay, other okay. than your trip with the 30. I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you. Inside Ooh. the 30, did you? We have a translator. I've got, I've got the list of the 30 you didn't travel <laughs> to. <speak> dummy. <laughs> We've got California. Yep. So you've been there, so we can take that off the list. Hawaii. I've been to um, Washington. What? I didn't get to swing hold by on. there. Hawaii. Have you been to Hawaii? No. Man. Take I'm Hawaii off today. the list. It's all right. I'm here for you. To <laughs> Ohio. Hmm. Have you been to Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> I have not been to Ohio. <laughs> Negative. Okay. So we got Ohio and Hawaii you need to travel to. Alaska. Hmm. No, but I'm planning on going there. I think there's a cruise that's going to occur. Planning. We at some need point. to take that yeah. off the list, though. Still on the list. Oregon. Hmm. No, I have not. So you've traveled to Washington. I traveled to and Washington when I went to Canada. Oh, so I went into yeah, hopped straight skipped over, over, over Oregon, flew right in, and okay, took a train. How about Missouri? No, I really don't know. Really, haven't gone to Missouri. 
no reason to head up to Missouri. That's what they call it, guys. No. Missouri? Mizzou. 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 Well. I knew a football player that went to Missouri. That almost counts. Freaking popular. Almost. Oh, wow. Minnesota. Minnesota. No. No. No Minnesota. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. No Wisconsin yet. Idaho. Nothing. Rhode Island. I swung Did you through, hit Rhode yeah. Island? I, w- I swung through Rhode Island. Very nice. Small state to cut off yeah, the list. Yeah. I like it. Small. I didn't do anything in Rhode Island. Delaware. Did you do anything in Delaware? No. Okay, so Delaware. got to head back up the East Coast. You didn't Delaware. Hit Delaware coming across that way? No. If, did you, you went to Philly, didn't you? I... Yes. You were so yes. close. I was close. I wasn't thinking about it. I was sitting in traffic oh, in Philly, dummy. and I said, you know what? <laughs> Let's get out of here. Okay, Connecticut. Yeah. What? That's me. Hell no. 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 Okay. Louisiana. I swung through. I, I touched through it. Going Touch. on uh, counts. 26 or 24 or whatever. Touched counts. Touched, uh, Terrible first roads. First yeah. Base. Kentucky. Gave it a little brush. Um... Yes, because I've been to the oh, Red River nice. Gorge. Very nice. nice, very nice. Gorgeous place. Montana. No, but it's also in plan because I want to go to Glacier Park. Okay. Um, so I'll go there. Okay. Glacier. Kansas. Hmm. No, but my brother went to Kansas City and he told me about it. Oh. So. Close. <laughs> That's about all I got Almost Kansas. There. <laughs> Nebraska. Yes, I played golf in Nebraska. Okay, so we got the list. You need to go to Hawaii. You need to go... To Ohio, you need to go to Alaska, you need to go to Oregon, you need to go to Missouri, Minnesota, you need to go Delaware. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I cut it five, seven times. I just sort of of went around. (laughs) Twelve. It's close enough. Then we got Montana and Kansas. So, Jeff, the goal is go ahead and mark it down on your calendar. 718. You need to get to all of the states before 718, 2019. Okay? Ooh. All right. That's a crazy one. We can, okay. Nope. It's not crazy. That can work. Hold with us, Justin. Alaska is crazy. One. Yeah, Hawaii. I had a friend, I had a friend just get back from Alaska. Izzy is in Hawaii. I'll start a GoFundMe. We will. Hawaii. We the will. Doc G Show will start a GoFundMe, and we will get zero dollars yeah. for Jeff. <laughs> Give me a flyby. I'm trying of to think of a creative title. Hmm. Justin, do you have any? Jeff, go yeah. ahead. Do you have any family in Hawaii? Jeff, Jeff and Justin. Why would you porno. ask me that, David? <laughs> Jeff, we're gonna make you part of the Fifty State Club. Justin, table the idea for the 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 GoFundMe page. Uh, all right, think of it. Don't think of it now. Jeff, on may the I air. travel? Because that's his last name. May I travel? Question mark. Yes. Well, this as is how we're I've kept my distance. As we're trying <laughs> to get to the fifty states club for El Jefe, should we fire up the show? We should. I'll fire think of a better up. title by the end of the show. Think Bring of a on. better title. We'll stick with it. Up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Okay, here we go, guys. Birthday suits, all right. Happy birthday, Mr. President. I've got three, all right. Okay. Like semi-famous. Are you saying that? Well, some of them are really famous, but they're not really what you would consider a 
celebrity. Oh. Like this first one. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Born on July 18th, 1918. Holy. In Village of Mavezo, which is part of Cape Province in Africa at the time. Early in his life, he became interested in African culture. He moved to Johannesburg in 1941. He earned a law degree. In 1952, he was arrested under the Suppression of Communism Act. Hmm. They condemned him, gave him six months, but he kept fighting the apartheid until 1964 when he was arrested again and charged with life imprisonment. This is... uh, He he was finally released in 1990. Mandela. Nelson. Nelson Nelson Mandela. Mandela. Morgan Freeman. (laughs) He played him. He He played him. Who was that movie? Mandela. (laughs) Was was it it Mandela? I'm pretty sure it was Mandela. I never saw it. Sadly, died in 2013. I know. But he a, was born in but a real 1980. That's pretty crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. Dang, he didn't know. Mandela effect. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> we're going to move on to rip from the headlines. Are you prepared? Yes. Pretty good at that. And now, the news. Guys, how many times were you reprimanded by your teachers growing up in school? Hmm. Oh, a lot. At least... Twice. I wasn't like an annoying kid. I used to talk a lot. I would talk so much. I was guessing that Justin probably had the highest marks if we were looking yeah. at in trouble from the yeah. three. Yeah, little class clown. I got Did like get two that? referrals. Very nice, very nice. Did, mm. uh, now, did none of, neither of you guys, neither three of you guys, went to private school, correct? I went to private school for like a year and a half mm-hmm. when I first moved here. Okay, yeah, any any school year. beatings? Then? Oh no no did no! They, any any physical? The bashings? football team, yes. No, no. <laughs> oh my God! Oh. Referring to the teachers. Oh, in fifth grade. Yeah. Um, there was a teacher who still did the ruler to the knuckles yeah. deal. Yeah. Okay. Dang. How was that? It was. I mean, okay. I there was a a big a big lass. Wait, what? And I said she looked like the sun in her yellow shirt. <laughs> Clearly, wow. it was just observatory. Girl, come on. The and the next I know, I've got my hands on a desk and I'm getting a ruler across uh, the knuckers. So. You're come rude. on, you gotta, you gotta understand the crowd. <laughs> that is the Jeff. best. That's pretty good, actually. That's all I got. Well, this sort of happened in Detroit. Camilla Barnes is suing the Detroit public schools for physically abusing her son. Oh. Any guesses to the abuse? Hmm. If they're got smart, spanked. they do it on the bottom of the feet. Spanked, spanked in the, the bu- Spanked in the middle of the class. Well, she's Wedgie. suing them for cutting off his finger. <laughs> what? Wow. Apparently, Terry Smith, the teacher, kicked Jason Brandon, the son, out of the classroom. And Jason went to, you know, get the, uh, or not the Jason. The door. Uh, yeah. Jason went to go grab the door, but Terry didn't see that, slammed the door, and slammed it so hard it with the- such velocity, oh. the finger came straight off. Ew. Oh. Straight off. God. Oh. Which one? Which finger are we talking about? Didn't here? say, Index? Man. Didn't tell Pointer, me Pointer, ring? Hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I feel like the thumb would feel not I would need a little bit more time before I went back to school after that incident. I did something similar to that. Is he alive? In second grade, I closed the door on a kid's finger in the bathroom. 
And that whole thing was like black and blue and broken, and it was gnarly. Ew. Ah. But he got to keep it. He kept it. Well, feel it. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I wasn't as strong as I am now as I was in second grade. All right, guys. Moving on. We're going to move on. Wait, what? Jeff turned off the lights in the studio. Uh, Interestingly enough, I've got two DUI stories. And they're both from Vero Beach. Oh, nice. Vero Beach. So Tremaine Griff. Tremaine Griff was cruising through the Vero Beach, fellas. He was cruising at 2.50 a.m. in his... Mercury four door. Sweet. Right? I don't think the Mercury car company gets enough love. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, I don't see any more Mercuries. I mean, even though it hasn't existed for eight years, is it's it like fine. It's like, like a, a Mitsubishi. It's, what? It's yeah, like a Ford. Okay, a Mercury okay. is a well, it's a branch of Ford. And then they close. They close down. Anyways. He's cruising in a sweet four-door Mercury. Tremaine's got it going on. He's cranking the tunes. And the cops pull him over for a noise violation. Girl, come on! Now, right at the noise violation, I gotta say, I understand. I used to have all kinds of brushes with the law for noise violations because I had a jamming system. Nice, nice, nice. You're a rebel. I was. Well... Deputies pulled him over for this noise violation, and they asked him for his ID. Didn't have one. Asked him for his name. Couldn't understand it. They asked him to spell his name. Couldn't understand it. Holy. Gave him a notepad and a pen and said, write your name. He wrote Tremario. Huh? Yes. Tremario. Close, but not his name. Not Tremaine. And at this point of the story... You know, he could have wrote down a nickname. That could have been it. But if you think you're on the third strike, you might want to just go with your real name. (laughs) The cops smelled alcohol. But before they could do anything else, Tremaine himself said, Yeah, why don't you search the car? Hmm. And they were like, Old (laughs) move. What? Okay. So they searched the car. And there was a big gulp full of liquor. And they were like, okay, we're going to have to arrest you for driving under the influence. Now, I'm not exactly sure what Tremaine's goals was if he was trying to, like, bluff maneuver. And he was like, search it! Oh, they called me. Oh, they're actually doing it. It's a dangerous car to play. No. I don't know if that's what he was going for. It was all or nothing. (laughs) Regardless, they did it. And he had four times the legal driving limit of booze in his system. You idiot! He was point three two. Yeah, over that. He was almost point four. Wow. Oh, yeah, pretty high alcohol percentage. If you're gonna get pulled over for it, you might as well go on. You might as well. You now, might as well just be on the verge of blacking out. Now we so move. Out. We move on to Earl Stevens Jr. Yes! Police no- were notified by Mr. Stevens by a woman who said he stayed right behind her in the drive-thru of a McDonald's. Wait, what? They pulled him over to ask about the situation and asked for his driver's license, and he said, quote, never had a valid Florida driver's license. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like- you can't arrest me if I don't have a driver's license. I you like- don't know who I am. <laughs> I like, too, how he said valid. Like, he had a couple that were invalid, like a couple of fake like IDs. At one like, point. 
But, well, he never even, they couldn't even expired because he's never had a valid one. Wow. Ever. Wow. It was at this time that the officers noticed the smell of alcohol and the bottle of Jim Bean riding in the passenger seat. The officer asked Mr. Stevens if he had been drinking and driving. He responded by saying, no, sir, I would not break the law. I have not been drinking and driving. Now, we'll tell you the truth. I've been drinking at all the stoplights and the stop signs. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a loophole, see? It's a bit of a loophole, but surprisingly not a good enough it's answer. It's not going to work. Cops. Not good. They still arrested him. I Doing their duty. He's drinking and stopping. That's a fact. Now, or stopping and drinking. Yes. Now, you got to admit, that was some good policing right there, fellas. They did a pretty good job, in my opinion. No uh, however, in Roswell, Georgia... They've been accused of doing some not-so-good policing. Oh, boy. You want to know why? Sarah Webb. They've been forcing them to drink. Worse. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Pulling them over and just injecting them with alcohol. And then now we're going to arrest you. No. Uh, Sarah Webb was pulled over for speeding in Roswell, and the cops were wearing body cameras. So great, these body cameras these days. There were two cops, Courtney Brown and Christy Wilson. They know they're the wearing the body girls? cameras, right? They do know they're wearing the body cameras, which would make you think, okay, don't, don't do anything, do anything stupid. stupid. Yes, good call, Justin, right? We are on the same wavelength. The two couldn't decide if they were going to give Sarah these. Webb a reckless driving ticket or a speeding ticket. Hmm. Web, uh, that's when Courtney Brown opened a coin flip app on her <laughs> phone. <laughs> then what? said, so I've got a rest on heads. And I've got release on tails. Wait, what? what tails. Do you want? So we release, right? That was on the body camera. Her playing the app to see if this girl was going to jail or not going to jail. You know what? Wow. Now, I've never been to the police academy. I don't know about you guys. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say they don't promote using coin Chance. flip apps. Just a 50-50 <laughs> when deciding on going Chance. to jail. <laughs> Now, while their decision was horrible, I will say they slightly redeemed themselves at the end of the body camera video. Because Wilson calls in the code of the citation, which was code 23. She says, code 23. And then Brown jumps in real quick and says, <laughs> Michael Jordan. And they both laugh. So obviously, oh, wow. it's pretty awesome ending. <laughs> yeah, Am I right? It's justified now. So let's be honest. You know how horrible it would have been if she would have been like, oh, LeBron, LeBron James, James. I would have needed to see them be fired and never given another job ever Are again. Are they on mm -hmm. leave right now? I don't know what happened There's to them. There's no way. Going to have to follow up on that one. Guys, it's time for a great hometown hero story. Okay. Right Justin, here, here in Old Florida. Sick. Old Florida. Pasco County. Ever been to Pasco County? Uh, we talk about Pasco County a lot. We do. We do. Down in the Tampa area. <laughs> Gene Work Gene. in Tampa there was outside doing a little yard work. He's laying some sod. Way to go, Gene. Sweet. He's really concerned about laying the sod because if uh, if they didn't get the sod finished, the HOA was going to give him a huge fine. So Homeowners Association. Good job, Justin. Uh, he's trying to get it finished <laughs> as soon Find as possible. 
Huh? Fine them for not having a clean yard. They're real turds when it comes to things like that. Yeah, they suck. Get a life. So he's doing this, and as he's doing it, he starts to have symptoms of a heart attack because he's overheating, he's working too hard, he's stressed, and his wife had to call 911. Even as she's calling 911, he was begging his wife. He was like, hey, I know I'm having a heart attack and all, but But we got to lay down the the rest of the side. Something my dad would do. Because if we don't, it's going to die. And we're going to have wasted sod and this fee. Not only will I be in the hospital, but we're going to get a fine. So the EMT (laughs) came... The What's fire truck came. They got him safely to the hospital. Gene's all you guys need to do. <laughs> you guys EMS doing laying sod. Gene's brother, <laughs> who was helping with the sod, he was there before. Came back to the house because as soon as they got to the hospital, Gene was like, "Hey, get your ass back to the house and lay some sod." And he was like, "All right, I'll do that." Jeez. Gets back, That's he good. sees seven EMT and firefighters putting the sod down wow. on the lawn. Nice. That is so funny. He took him by the hand and said. All I need for you to do is finish this side and then went out. Don't resuscitate <laughs> they, me. Resuscitate my lawn. Save my yard. I, I, guess, I guess you could call it Fescue 911. <laughs> I guess oh, you could. Oh, yeah. Hey! <laughs> you fescue. Guys, new study out. Of what? From a UK business called On the Beach. Oh, okay. Awesome. I like it. Yeah. Uh, on the beach surveyed a hundred women, and they asked the ladies if they would like to see their partners go to the beach the next time they go to the beach in a speedo. Hmm. How many women do you think said bring the speedo on? Can we do percentages? Out uh, well, out of one. If you want to do, you know, out of one hundred. <laughs> Sixty-nine. Hmm. Let's see what you did there. So, uh, oof. Hmm. Are they? I don't know. How many ladies go for speedos? I'm gonna go with 15 percent. 37 percent. One. <laughs> oh shoot. One person. <laughs> one person out of the hundred said, "Yeah, Ew. speedos look good." Just one. The 99 others said, "Gross. Put on some shorts, you turd. My go to the would beach." Oh, look at that. Well, obviously. How about your lady, Justin? Yeah. With a <laughs> turtleneck. I don't think, and sweatpants. I don't think <laughs> he was serious. <laughs> yeah. With a turtleneck and sweatpants. Just telling you, if you guys aren't El Jefe May, rethink it, because the ladies are going to say nay. The ladies are going to say nay. Well, thank you Still for wearing. making me feel good about myself. Girl, a high note. I like to end <laughs> on a high note, guys. What? <laughs> we're going to take, take a break. We're going to hear from the dead 27s. We're going to hear Emmanuel. Oh, come.
And we are back. Check out the website, Justin. Listen to the podcast, everyone, okay? Do it. If you have an Apple iPhone, iOS device, go on podcast, look up Doc G Show. Android's it's work, there. Too. Do it. Android's work? Well, I was able to look, listen to it store. online. Jeff has an Android. What? I was actually... <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was actually just looking for the website, but you know, www.jockshisha.com. Now it's all blurred. They didn't hear anything. They were like, okay, I heard sorry. some stuff. Sorry. I don't know. It's tough. Do it again. Do it again. No, it's ruined now. No Dang one's man. ever going to get to find the website. Doc G Show. Amen. Anyways, guys, I was sitting around last week <laughs> trying to come up with things for the show, and I started thinking, what do I talk about a lot on the show? Records. records. But History. don't have a full segment dedicated to it. Hmm. Um, you know? Your interviews. Before you say anything, think of something. I'm going to ask you. Jeff, what do you think this next segment's about? That we don't talk about enough? That I talk about, but we don't have a segment about. Justin. Word. Okay. I'm going to say either Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Okay. Facial hair. I like that one. That's a good one. We should have a full segment dedicated to facial hair. But no, weddings (laughs) and why they're horrible. This next segment, guys, I'm excited about this. It's a little segment called Why Weddings Are Horrible. He's against the institution. My brother's getting married in November. Oh, God, it's horrible. Amp me up here. This is horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Fellas. Plus one. (laughs) Fellas, our first lesson in this segment comes from uh, Talia Myers. Who got married to her husband, Ken, last month. Mm -hmm. She wrote a whole story about it. Her and Ken spent all their money on the house. Repairing a house. They literally had no money for a wedding. Mm-hmm. So Talia's parents offered $2,000 for a wedding. So she decided to have a wedding with only 12 people, including her and Ken. Wow. I mean, $2,000 is pretty They low. managed to only spend $1,600 on this wedding. So let's review. You spent $1,600, the price of at least 120 dinners at Chipotle, on a wedding for 12 people, 11 of whom did not want to be there. Nope. I'm guessing Ken didn't want to be there. You nope. can tell. He's like, we don't have any money. I'm sorry. Oh. We, <laughs> you need to fix the house. That's, uh, that's all we can do. I'm sorry. The yard needs to be done. The sod. <laughs> the sod needs to be laid. <laughs> Only person that was into this was Talia. That's it. For $1,600. That's why weddings are horrible, fellas. Hell yeah! Uh, anyways, guys, our next lesson comes out of Vegas. What? Vegas is known for its weddings, am I right? Shotgun oh, weddings. Yeah, the random, like, quick weddings. It's yeah. part of their culture. Well, is that last- real? Like, yeah, th- that becomes like, real, like, like after it... Does anyone know anyone who's been married in Vegas? Does anyone know? Yeah, I do. That one movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're still married. It's that, a while back. <laughs> It's a while back ago. They may be divorced now. I haven't checked in a while. It's a, it's a conveyor belt. You go, I do, I do, and then you're out. Anyways, guys, in conveyor Vegas, belt. last year, 60 weddings were performed at this Las Vegas business. Any guesses on the business? Hmm. Divorce something. I don't MGM know. Grand. Taco Bell. Sweet. Oh, that's awesome. That's right. You that's can get good. married at Taco Bell in Las Vegas. They have alcohol there, too, now. Really? Alcoholic no slushies. A hundred and twenty people That's got the after party for the wedding. Girl, come on! hundred and twenty people 
got married at Taco Bell. How big is the Taco Bell? Big. It's a cantina. That's yeah. collective mind That's saying. Big. Yeah. <laughs> That's collective. Let's do it. The entire you can get a wedding package, gentlemen, with a Taco Bell garter, a Taco Bell bow tie. What's that made out of? A sauce packet wedding bouquet. <laughs> Just married T-shirts, Taco Bell champagne flutes, a Cinnabon wedding cake, and a Taco Twelve pack. That's Word. with the How wedding much does that cost you? pack. Didn't say. Didn't say. Can I just buy the wedding pack without having a wedding? I think you may be able to do that. Let's do we'll it. The break. We should do that. I think you may be able to do that. No um, But yeah. let's go ahead and review this one. I think we can gather that weddings are horrible from this story because they're ruining the sanctity of our Taco Bells. Yeah! Yes. Right? Yes. Leave my churros The beauty alone. of Taco Bell has been ruined. The cinnamon twist. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. pretty dry. What? Third lesson, guys. Third lesson comes from newly married Ashlyn Kurtz. It's forever. That's a fact. Mrs. Kurtz <laughs> got married on June 22nd. And when she's thinking of who she should invite to the wedding, she could think no further of her work. Oh. When her husband asked who she was going to invite, she told him, all of her students. Wait, what? Ashlyn ended up inviting her whole third grade class and fourth grade class that she taught the year before. She said, they're not just students in my class during the school year, but they're, they're the people, the special Oops, type of people you want at your wedding. I think it's fairly obvious the kind of lesson we're taught here. Weddings are horrible because they remind you your only friends are the kids that you force to come to your wedding because they're afraid they're going to fail the third grade if they don't come to your wedding. You had to get parent release forms. Yeah. Oh my God. God Horrible realization. <laughs> He's over there like, oh, I'm going to invite my friend Jeff, my friend Justin. She's like, I got my third class, third grade class here. They're all coming. What? Could you imagine Wonder how long she waited? Third graders, yeah. That would be awful. Like be a week horrible. before. And like, I know okay, one of your favorite list. things. You're not drinking at that wedding. Nope. No, definitely not. Not drinking horrible. alcohol, that You're is. You're putting Capri Suns on the table. <laughs> Juicy juice. <laughs> High C. All right, guys. Next lesson Orange. regarding weddings. Coming from Mountain Peaks Therapy Llamas. What? And alpacas. Oh, Ooh. This institute was started by Lori Gregory and Shannon Joy. It's a nonprofit that seeks to educate calm, treat, and delight people of all ages with alpacas and llamas. Oh. Apparently, people started asking Mountain Peaks to bring their animals to their weddings for a one-of-a-kind interactive element their guests would never forget. Yikes. I think we all know the lesson we've learned from this one, fellas. Weddings are horrible. You want to know why? Why? They force alpacas to wear bow ties and top hats and parade them around <laughs> In indentured servitude. Horrible. <laughs> indentured Horrible. Servitude. Anyways, guys, our next lesson comes from Oneida Shores Park in New York. Did you go to Oneida Shores Park in New York? No. I just did that. They're the dying. Oh, man. Dave, did you have you ever been to Oneida Shores in New York? You've been to New York. Yeah, I, know I haven't been there. No? No. You went upstate for your sister's graduation. Where was that? Syracuse? Uh, no, no, it's Saratoga. Saratoga, okay. Nice. Okay, I was thinking tabs. Syracuse. It would have been close. Anyways, this is Oneida Shores in Brewerton, New York. 
Is uh, it nice? It's it seems very lovely, but it was not nice on this day. Jeez. Melissa Carnation oh, <laughs> and Jesse Abbott were getting married. They decided to have the reception two weeks after the ceremony. I what? like that. Break up the nonsense. That's a fact. So you don't have to do it all at once. Yeah. That's so then horrible. the people that are flying there can yeah have to go. All right. I'm choose. leaving, and now I have to come back. No, no, choose which one they want to go to. Okay. You choose Ooh. one, and you tell them. That's good. Yeah, very separate. Two weeks. Your brother should do that. So. I think they want to get married in the zoo. Oh, that'd be cool. That's for a whole nother story. Yeah. They. He's reviewing that next week. <laughs> we'll be on that next. Uh, the reception the was. The family. The reception was uh, catered by the Holy Smoke Barbecue and Catering. That's a pretty Ooh. good uh, barbecue name. Yeah, holy smoke. It's nice. Uh, they provided the food, which was pulled pork, herb marinated chicken, beans, rice, grilled vegetables, coleslaw, macaroni, and cheese. Burnt There's ends? No burn ends. I didn't see any. The reception started. Burn ends are good. They're, they're very tasty. Not provided by Holy Smoke I'm Barbecue. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the reception started at 3. Everybody started going. Everything started going wrong at 6. So 3 to six. Six where it went all downhill. I'll let Carnitin take it from here. So this is what Melissa said. Uh, quote, it was like the apocalypse. Oh no. Whoa. That got extreme fast. Because you've experienced the apocalypse and survived It's a little it. too holy. Quote, people vomiting, having diarrhea, fainting on the lawn and in the parking lot. Ew. Ambulances came. And then they had to call for more ambulances. Out of 200 people that came, 100 were f affected. 22 had to be hospitalized. Jeez. Jeez. Now, I know what you guys may think. May think Holy smoke, barbecue, and catering. What are you guys doing? Come on. What like, are you holy guys doing? Holy smokes, man. Well, it might not be their fault. It's like an exorcism. The tests came back inconclusive from the State Department. They took all the leftover food. Ran the test on it, couldn't find a bacteria, and and hmm. there were appetizers and an hors d'oeuvre served before Holy Smoke got there. Ooh, right. Oh, there so it is. might have been that. It was. That it was. Up. If they ate them at around two, you know. Exactly. Two six hits. That's about enough time. You're so, gone. Both ends. <laughs> there you go. You're, you're gone. Bottom you've been, line. You've been executed. Weddings are horrible because you may be throwing up like the apocalypse. Because apparently, according to Melissa do. Carnitin, like the apocalypse is a lot of vomiting. <laughs> if and that's, fainting. Uh, and fainting in the parking lot and in the reception. Imagine having, having like, throwing up and then having diarrhea. Ew. At that point, you gotta, <laughs> you got to choose. You got to go, I, mean, I either need a bucket or I need so to spin around. Not, not to get too <laughs> vile, but you've, you've never experienced that, Jeff? No. You're lucky Actually, man. Yes. <laughs> Once. I never have it. And luckily I had a bathtub next to me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Guys, our horror. last I'll tell you a diarrhea story later. <laughs> what? Oh, God. I ate at Bob Evans. Oh my god. The ne the, the next morning after I was I was sw swimming in, you, it, in my bed. You woke up in his, in his bed. I was <laughs> Yes, I woke up in my bed. And every, everything was wet. Thought I was in the pool. Ew. It's rough. I am so disgusted. Is that Why? last month? <laughs> no. Anyways, guys. Last week. Our last our last lesson on why weddings are horrible. Here at this, this 
This should sum it up, guys. Justin Bieber and Halle Baldwin are planning one. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's right. They're engaged. The end. That's why weddings are horrible. Oh. <laughs> take that, yes. Biebs. You idiots. Guys, let's take a listen to our friend, our brosive Mike friend. Yes. Justin. Uh, hey, Mike. Justin here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Whatever. <laughs> Recently came out with a new album, Chalk Full of Jams. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to take a listen. We're gonna hear. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, my friend. Wait, wait, wait. Just 
Folks, we are back here on the Doc G Show. Get ready Hmm. to have some basketball knowledge dropped on your head like a crow's dump when you're grilling in the backyard. Am I right? Deep. (laughs) I was able to pull him away from the seedy underworld of the basketball mecca. Mr. Claude, fly till I die, Lathan. Claude, that is an amazing intro. It's almost as good. It might be even better than the one I made for El Jefe May over here. I don't know. I I feel so special. Uh, That is one of the best sounds I've ever heard in my life. Yes. 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 (laughs) I I will say Jeff took it up a notch when he made it his ringtone, uh, which was pretty great. Uh, Did he really? No. I now it's my up. text tone. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a step in above beyond. Oh, okay. It, it, it's, a, it's a text message notification. That's pretty good. Really? He I ran know. out of minutes. He runs out of minutes. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> guys. 100 chances. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this. We've got four people on the roundtable discussion today. Say what? We've got four. So Three we're going to... We're going to alternate back. I'm going to go Claude, then I'm going to go one of you fellas. Then this I'm going to go be Claude, crazy. then I'm going to go one of Take you fellas. Seriously. Yeah, Claude, I'm going to start with you. Humdinger right off the bat. All right. All right. I'll give you a humdinger. <laughs> Thanks. That'll be after the break, Dave. <laughs> Thank uh, you. A <laughs> lot of off-season moves, Claude. With all these moves, who's winning the off-season right now? So the easy answer is obviously Golden State, mm-hmm. um, which is almost you'd think that was impossible to say before the off season, just because of how great they already were. Um, but yeah, they they took that next step. But I'm I'm not going to talk about them right now. I want to talk about LA. Say what? Of course, the big signing of the off season, the biggest one, King James heading to the Lakers. What? Um, huh? Man, that is the biggest move uh, anyone can talk about, and that's why the Lakers are winning the off season. Mm. They've had. What you know, five, six seasons out of the playoffs, they're gonna hopefully be back in this year. I don't know why they wouldn't with LeBron on their team. Um, but you you incorporate him in that young core. Uh, maybe they get another star if not not this year, the next year. But LA for where they've been the last couple of years since since uh, the end of Kobe's era, uh, this is huge for them. Winning, Justin. Dang it, we just had a draft, right? Yes. If you were a part of this draft class, which team would you not? want to go to uh, um, hmm. Cleveland you're saying Cleveland or New York suck it Cleveland and New York that's what Justin <laughs> yeah, said I'm York. not going to either one of your teams just messy franchises well, that was, New York more that was hot what? all right well you already brought it up Claude La Braun is happening when a- after they got LeBron, they went and got Stevenson, Rondo, and JaVel McGee. Wait, what? How good is L.A. going to be next year? Give it to us. Straight. All right. So uh, I think anyone who's watched uh, and kept up with the Western Conference the last two years has seen the Denver Nuggets be a fringe playoff team that just hasn't quite gotten there. Yes! Um, 
if you look at the rest of the roster besides LeBron, it looks no different from those Denver Nuggets teams that couldn't quite get there. So with LeBron, yeah, do I think it puts him over the edge for sure. But as far as are they going to be a championship contender, no. And that is totally okay, and it's expected. I, you know, all these, all these other analysts, I love keeping up with ESPN. Uh, they have some great guys, some commentators, so does Fox. They've Nothing compared to you, Claude. ESPN. I appreciate that. But yeah. the point <laughs> is, really, I mean, it's unbelievable that these guys think that L.A. is just all of a sudden a championship contender. This is not the Eastern Conference where LeBron is going to drag his team through. He has, I mean, he has to play against the Rockets. He has to play against the Warriors before the NBA Finals now. So will they compete for a championship this year? Barring another move, no. But I do see them in the next two seasons uh, becoming a pretty damn good team. Nice. Nice. Jeff. You wear glasses, right? Hmm. I think so. I think you're wearing some right now. Wow. I'm looking at glasses. Let's you, check. Non-prescription. If you were in the NBA, would you wear contacts or rec specs? Go. Rec specs. Oh, oh not yeah. even. Nice. Not even a choice. James nice. Worthy. <laughs> James Worthy. Because then if I dunked on somebody, Retro. I would take them off and then look at them. Oh. <laughs> oh nice. Do, do one of these. <laughs> nice. Check him out. I like it, Jeff. Claude, now that LeBron is out of the East, is Boston the favorite in the East? Hmm. Uh, Yes, and I I don't think that it's even really that close. Um, Boston was a couple possessions away from the finals appearance when they shouldn't have. Nobody expected them to be there this year. Um, Of course, you know, they go up against LeBron, so what can you do there? But as far as this coming year, you get two All-Stars back that you didn't have in the playoffs and one that you didn't have for the whole year. So you get Hayward back, then you get Kyrie back to go go with the young stars that have developed by getting those minutes uh, that Kyrie and Gordon's injuries allowed them to have this past year, so they have all that experience. I think Boston is the clear-cut number one. Uh, I think Philadelphia is the clear-cut number two. Ben Simmons, I expect him to make his first All-Star team this coming year. Uh, him and Embiid are great. They got Reddick back, so that's solid. Um, but I'll tell you the sleeper third team for me, um, and it's not Milwaukee. It is actually Washington. <gasps> I, I do. I think that they have suffered uh, being in the same conference as LeBron for the last decade plus. But with him gone, the addition of the of the future Hall of Famer Dwight Howard, wow. 16-12, I, better, way better than Gortat, I expect to see John Wall make a push with the Wizards this year. Man. Dave. How do I follow that? What are the odds we see a one-on-one game between LeVar Ball and LeBron this year? <laughs> That's if there's any balls left on the team by Say what? the time that comes around. Oh, you hear it, Lakers. You hear it. Is that going to happen, though? Um, yeah, LeVar will beat him, obviously, with nice. one hand. Yep. Amen. Amen to that. Good job. <laughs> no uh, shoes. No question. Claude, here comes a question. This one's fresh. This one's hot off the press. Okay, okay. Jabari Parker recently signed with the Bulls. How close are they to winning a championship? Hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10? 1 to 10. 1 to 7. Uh, zero. Ah. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. The Bulls, oh. for some reason, think that they can put together the all-torn ACL team. Jeez. Mm, uh, very nice. Hey. I don't I don't really understand. I mean, I get it's it's 
a low risk, high reward. It's a the Jabari signing. It's for 40 million, two years team option for the second year. So if it doesn't work out fine, it's just like a, a salary cap filler. Like this past year, the Lakers gave 17 million to Contavious Caldwell Pope. It just mm. fills the salary cap because they have all these other guys who are still in their rookie deals that they can't pay, uh, you know, to cover that gap yet. So, that was like winning the lottery I, for Pope. Yes! He was pretty excited yeah, oh, man, about that. Time, especially because Detroit wasn't about to give him that money. So, I, you know, I like the, the Parker signing hometown kid, but now we're going on our third Chicago hometown story, and it's like the boy who cried wolf. Uh, when's it going to end? I mean, you go through Derrick Rose, poor guy, and his injuries. Then we get the, the lost saga of Dwayne Wade's hometown return. Like, you know, that's one thing. And now we get – Jabari coming so who knows what to expect but as far as championships goes not really that close mm, Justin hi the Greek part. freaks younger brother Kostas Kostas is now in the NBA since Greek freak has already been used what should Kostas nickname be hmm. I'm gonna you think of it I'm gonna come back to you oh here, here I got uh, Euro step oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's how about the gyro? That's not how it's pronounced. The gyro. Hero. The guy, hero. The hero step. All right. Hero, hero. Claude. Ooh. Yes. The euro hero. Is that oh, what you said? that's euro good. Hero. The euro yeah, hero. The euro hero. I was look. Mine, y'all's was way better than mine. No, no, no you're no, killing stop it. Stop being modest, Claude. Let's, let's drop a sound bite. <laughs> you drop it now. Drop the sound. <laughs> I leave. This is why I leave the tough questions to y'all. Beautiful, beautiful, Claude. What uh, does Houston need to do to get ready for next year? Hmm. Uh, so Houston has um, had two big hits this offseason. They lost Ariza to the Suns, which they weren't going to pay him fifteen million, but good for him. He's already got a ring in LA, so go ahead and move on. If your main principle of playing isn't the same as the rest of the team, which obviously James Harden and Chris Paul only want a ring, so that is their main priority. Uh, I think they obviously they'll re-sign Clint Capella, um, but losing Ariza and losing uh, Luke Mabute back to the Clippers really does hurt them defensively. I don't mm -hmm. I don't know um, if how you could see it any different. Uh, but right now you're looking at like the best offensive guys that would fit Houston's system, maybe Jamal Crawford, Nick Young, Michael Beasley, who's been in their system already, or uh, even Greg Monroe. But I would go after someone, two -way, a two-way player, um, a 3 and D guy. I'd look at the restricted free agent, uh, Patrick McCall with the Warriors. Um, I think he's going to have a hard time getting some playing time on that roster, so maybe go and throw the little bit of money you have left after him since you lost those two wing guys. But yeah, they definitely took some steps back this offseason. Okay. Okay, all right, Jeff, Wendell Carter Jr., who's a rookie on the Bulls, recently stuck his tongue out after making a turnaround jumper imitating Michael Jordan. Will Michael Jordan hunt him down and challenge him to a game of one-on-one, -on -one, yes or no? No, he's going to say, sit down, young blood. Oh. oh, I would guess that. Play the legend card. I would guess that. Claude, the West and the East are looking a little lopsided as far as talent. Can and should the NBA do anything about that? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say um, no. The NBA shouldn't do anything about it because it, it's pro been proven over the uh, history of the league that when the NBA intervenes, when it shouldn't really intervene, that it Bad doesn't go well. Most recently, probably the, the CP3 trade to the Lakers, which was totally, I mean, it was 
it was uh, it was very it was legal. You know, David Stern, the NBA, was the owner of the team at that time of, of the Hornets. So um, you know, they were able to veto that trade. But part of this goes into like you know, teams don't always have loyalty towards players, and most recently you can see that with Isaiah Thomas. So why should the players? have so much loyalty towards the teams. Uh, Mario Chalmers a couple years ago gets hurt, gets oh. cut by the Grizzlies. Stevenson gets Lance Stevenson gets cut by the Pelicans two seasons ago Turds. for the same reason. So um, I don't think they should intervene. I think the players should have the free will to go where they want. Let to. it ride out. I like it. Dave, yes, sir. speaking of, should there be any player angrier <laughs> right now in the NBA than Isaiah Thomas? Hmm, maybe Tyron Liu. I guess he's not a player, but... He's pretty pissed, I bet, right now. That I mean, Isaiah his, his, Thomas. His career is about to go. Yes! Star player, Boston, $100 million staring him in the face. Now he's got a $2 million say, deal yeah, fighting to stay in the NBA at the Nuggets. At the, right? the, yes. at the veteran mm. minimum. Sad. I Claude. why he picked mm-hmm. Denver. I t- probably had to. Claude, who will Melo end up with? Hmm. I think all signs right now point to Houston. I don't like Melo in Houston just because what you're getting him to go and play the same role that you thought he was going to be able to play in OKC, mm-hmm. where you have two ball-dominant guys, especially one major ball-dominant guy with Russ. So mm-hmm. when he gets with James Harden and Chris Paul and they'd want him to be this Olympic Melo again, that that's not working for him in his game. So I think he ends up in Houston. I don't like that fit for him. I actually would like to see him with the Lakers um, just because it has nothing to do with matching stars together. I just think it would fit his game better. And the Lakers, uh, quite frankly, don't really have a second offensive go-to guy. And when LeBron goes to the bench, Melo could lead that second unit. Um, And I would like to see that. But I think Houston's the, the likely choice. Nice. Justin. I like that. Hi. The R Test Foundation will host a free youth basketball camp and a three-on-three tournament in Manhattan tomorrow. Sweet. The Artest Foundation was, of course, started by Ron Artest. Meta World Peace. Should they change the name of the foundation to Meta World Peace Foundation? I feel like that would be a lot of copyright, but I think we can do it. Okay. The Meta Foundation. Yeah, yeah, only if he elbows somebody. Check. We'll get it to happen. Claude. (laughs) In Detroit. In Detroit. Malice in the Palace. Malice in the Palace. Claude, Boogie Cousins to the Warriors. What does that do? Tell me. Is that just oh, what's, what's going on in the world Our, right now? Huh? So an Achilles injury is no joke. Um, and I, you know, when a younger player is coming back from that, there's a higher success rate for them to, to do better. Um, uh, you know, coming back versus an older guy such as like Kobe, his career ended with the Grand Hill. And other guys. Yeah, and it's uh, it's really it's really tough to come back from that. But um, I think what it is is this literally is a low risk, high reward move. Speaking of that, like it it really is. And w- the Warriors are putting five point you know three whatever it is million in the boogie for him to come back. They've already got their championship squad. Plus they added Jonas Derebko to the bench, um, which seems insignificant. But it's like adding Nick Young to the bench. It's helpful when it's on a team full of all stars. So, you know, they've got a great team already. They're not lacking of talent. Boogie can take his time coming back. And if he comes back strong, great. He meshes with the team well. That's awesome. If he doesn't, no big deal. It's a one-year contract. He'll probably still get his ring and he can move on. So it's a win-win for both sides. Uh, but it could end up being very unfair for the rest of the league. Mm-hmm. Amen. Jeff, right now, 
given you're the greatest mountain climber that's ever lived, as voted by the Doc G Show. That's a fact. Which NBA player would you say would be the best mountain climber? Hmm. Dude, probably, honestly, a lot of them would be. Very they're lengthy. All, they're all freakish. <laughs> um Greek freak. I'm gonna have. You gotta find someone with probably some smaller feet though. Like Russell feet. Westbrook would probably crush. Mm. I bet Rondo. Uh, Ooh, he's got yeah. some big old hands. Yeah. And Kawhi. Really grip on the claw. Ka- yeah, the give claw. Kawhi. I go Kawhi, Russ, and then there was one more I wanted. Oh, lost it. Oh. Small nah. feet to like. Yeah, to crunch into the, things. Yeah, if you got these massive planks for feet, right. you're not going to do too much. Nah, that's going to take out a lot of folks so, there. Yeah. I'm going with Russell would probably be really good because he's real explosive, real strong. Maybe like a okay. Nick Robinson still play? No. no. He plays been, on the, uh, the, the big the, three. Yeah, big yeah, three league. He would have been pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right, number one, you heard it here. Second greatest mountain climber of all time, Russ Westbrook. Oh, He's coming in second behind <laughs> Jeff. Russ Westbrook has that personality, too, that he wouldn't let uh, you be. He would fly exactly. off the mountain yes. before he before he <laughs> failed, yes. All right, final question. Claude, give me your picks. Conference finals and championship. What's happening next year? Hmm. All right, Western Conference will start there. Sorry, uh, Lakers fans, it's not womp, womp, quite your time. Womp, I'm going to say it's, again, womp. a repeat Golden State and Houston. Mm. Um, I think that with or without the mellow pickup for H-Town, uh, Golden State's going to prevail there. But Houston, uh, I still think, is the second most talented team in the West. Uh, for the East, I'm saying Philadelphia and Boston, uh, which seems like the clear-cut likely you know, choices. But, again, I do like Washington if they can figure it out. If they don't figure it out this year, they might need to look into breaking that team up. Um, but Philadelphia and Boston, for sure. I'm going to take Golden State and Boston Ooh. in the finals. Um, and I'm going to take Golden State to win it. But I think Boston, they have everything that they need. They have a deep bench. They have every player that they need to rotate uh, or switch screens. Or Sexy coach. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've got it all, man. I, they literally have everything from not just the players on the court, but the future assets if they want to make a big move going up. Danny Ainge has done a phenomenal job there. So Golden State and Boston, I'm going to take Golden State. I love it. I love it. It's at least different from last year. Nice. Hold on, Doc. Yes. Golden State and six. How many? many uh, losses do you have the Warriors having, Claude? Hmm. 12. Uh, I'm probably going to give them, um, let's say, 22. 22. Okay. So, 60-win team there, gang. All right. Claude, do you want to hang on for a birthday suit? Hmm. I'd love to. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Born on July 18th. 1971 in Memphis, Tennessee. Our birthday suit wearer grew up with his grandmother who gave him his nickname that he still goes by to this day. He loved playing football, but his grandma didn't want him to get hurt, so she always pushed him towards basketball. He ended up averaging 36 points a game through his high school career and committed to Memphis. Hmm. Our birthday suit wearer left college in 93 and was drafted by the Golden State Warriors in 93, but was immediately traded to the Orlando Magic for Chris Webber. He played with Shaquille O'Neal. It's Anthony. Hmm. Kenny Hardaway. Yeah. Yeah. Boom! There it is. (laughs) 
came in together on it. Anthony Penny Hardaway. Nice. I didn't know if I should let you finish or if I could answer it during the middle of it. You no. did it. Oh, yeah. You, you freaking did it. You can always jump in, Claude. Obviously. <laughs> always. Got y'all, to... are so, y'all are so nice to me. I'd never want to be rude in it. Oh, oh so, such a gentleman. Just it's do a, it, this guy. It's a gentleman <laughs> show. You're going to make me blush over here. He got uh, made it to the <laughs> finals. My fedora. Played in the U.S. Olympics team on in '96, four-time All-Star. Now, what's he doing, fellas? I think he's a head coach of Memphis now. He's a high now. school coach. Not high school. He's head, head coach. coach of Memphis University. University That's of Memphis. That's correct. That's correct. Pretty impressive for the old Anthony Hardaway. I wanted. Man, what a story. I I didn't like Penny when I was growing up, obviously, because I was a Jordan fan, but. I did want one of the little penny dolls. Yeah. They used to have the little like the penny. Yeah. And there's the little Nike guys. <laughs> and Chris Rock was the voice of the little penny doll. Yep. Awesome. Oh, man. Awesome. Anyways, Claude, I want to thank you for being on the show, man. Man, thank you, uh, as always, Doc. And thanks to everybody else. And um, I hope Woo-hoo. we uh, gave out some good fun facts for everyone. Of course, man. Of course. We're going to take a break. We're going to hear from one of our other good friends, Mr. Reverend Sean Amos. That's right. Paul Jean Gina snuck off to the city, strung out on lasers and slashed back blazers and ate all the razors while pulling the waiters. Talking about Monroe, walking on Snow White. New York's a go-go, and everything tastes right. Poor little greenie. Ah-hoo-hoo. Come on. The Gene Genie, he lives on his back. The Gene Genie, he loves chimney stacks, y'all. like a reptile and she loved him she loved him but just for a short while he scratched on the sun and won't let go of his hand man he says he's a beautician and he sells you nutrition and he keeps all your dead hair for making up underwear <laughs> poor little greenie
simple-minded, he can't drive the module, he bites on the neon, and he sleeps in a capsule, and he loves to be loved, yeah, he loves to be loved, well, I love to be loved, I Reverend Sean Amos, am I right? And Claude. Mm. Don't get much better than that. Great. Mm. This is what? really good. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Gosh. Drop, drop, drop his name One more again. time. One more time. One more. Beautiful. Justin Gosh. took his pants off. I think I, I should... I, <laughs> I think, I, I, I think we just need to get you guys involved on each one so we can have the enthusiasm for every single intro that we do. Okay. Just a beautiful intro. Speaking of beautiful things, you want to do the last birthday suit? Yeah, sure. Beautiful. Is this a woman? Is that why it's beautiful? Or? It's not. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Or maybe it is. Or maybe. Hold on just a second. Doesn't want a hint. Maybe it's both. Doesn't want to give me a hint. All right, are you guys ready? Yeah. Ready, Freddy. Talk to me. Here we go. Born on July 18th as Mark Sinclair. Hmm. This is his real name. What year? Uh, oh, no. I don't have the year. Are you joking? No, I'm not. Hold on just a second. I'm going real quick, guys. Just give me a second. I'm going to do it. What a rookie move. I know, right? I was drunk it's when Mark I wrote Sinclair. this. It's Mark Sinclair. 67. <laughs> 67. Oh, 67. 1967 is the year. Yep. From an early age, he was interested in acting, several small roles in movies throughout the 90s, but his big break came in the movie Fast and the Furious. He, uh, it's freaking, is it? Vin Diesel? Diesel? Yeah. Vin Diesel. Wow. Not his real name. His name is Mark Sinclair. Mark Sinclair. Vin Diesel is pretty cool. Played I only had it if you said Riddick or Fast and Furious. Played Dominique Toretto. Eight different effing movies. They're making eight and counting. There's eight another one counting. coming out. Yeah. Yep, there's another one. And you one. would think one of your lead characters passes away. 
That would probably stop. Nah, we'll work our way around it. It's yeah. fine. Don't worry they about it. Some justice, and we're going to bring did. in The Rock. Here's The Rock, because why the not? Rock's he fits. Like six movies right now. Yeah. It's like Kevin Hart that He's one. legless in one of them. He's, he's got one leg, prosthetic one leg. leg. One oh, my sister went to watch that last night. She said it was pretty good. What, Skyscraper? Skyscraper. There you go. It's been endorsed by Justin's sister. But Virgin her Bat fiance, sister her says fiance it's cool. hated it. CGI I think so. Yeah, I mean, That's they sort of got to. Anyways. It's not The Rock's day. It is Mark Sinclair's day. A.K.A. Vin Diesel. A.K.A. The Babysitter. Evan. Oh, yes. The Pacifier. Pacifier. A.K.A. Groot. I am Groot. Yeah, that's his voice. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that on the show. I think. We did. We did. Anywho, he is turning the big 51. Wow. Could it be? Yes, 51. Looking yeah. good at 51. Is he in Waterworld? Wait, what? No. No. I think that's Kevin Costner. That is Kevin Costner. He got in a big. They got in a big uh, sort of fight. Uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock. Yeah, over films. production yeah, stuff. Pretty, for the Fury, pretty Fury, angry Fast about Fury it. Stuff. Furious, Furious about it. I wouldn't want to get in the middle of that. No. Who do you think would Rock, win? Rock is no. pretty. Like six, six three. Okay. Three six four. Yeah. Right. So a short he played guy. defensive end in Miami. He did. He's the Brahma Bull. Both of them are pretty big fellas, though. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of meat. Who would, you, meat. Who, who, who would you take? I think I'd go with The Rock, but don't tell Vin that. Nope. Especially on his special he's day. He's got that old yeah. man strength, though. Plus, he, well, he's got that in him. the first one with his crazy Mustang when he, you know. In, he in crashed it and just walked yeah, out exactly. of it like nothing such a, happened. Such a man. Yes! He Anyways, built it and crashed it. Mark Sinclair, happy Spoiler birthday to you. birthday. If you don't like being called Mark Sinclair, I'm sorry. And he's blind. Did you know that? Huh? You ever watch Riddick? What? He's blind? What? What? That's why they made the Chronicles of Riddick. No way. Because he can't see. You're lying. It's crazy what they do. Oh, fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) El Jefe, I'm going to hit you. It's okay. It's all right, guys. Whatever, man. We are actually not going to be on the air next week. What? Because the doc is taking vacay. Oh, where to? We're going to follow you to. South America. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires, Not really. That sounds really nice. He's going to Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Kentucky it is to mark it off of our list. We all know. Nice, nice. We got to get there. But guys, until next time, I've been your host, Dr. G. Suff. What? Oni. Nope. That was really delayed right there. G. I limped into my vacation. Shut up. Anyways, (laughs) in the co-host seat... We've got none other than Dave Burles Berlin. That was a groovy one, listeners. It was groovy, indeed. And Justin Virgin Bat, Evangelista. Listeners, uh, make sure to look out for the GoFundMe page. Um, I think it's just going to be called Help Help Jeff Travel. Beautiful. That's it. Simple, elegant. And I maybe love a it. picture of Jeff. Yeah. Climbing, wearing his nice. wiener shirt. Yes, because it signifies us climbing to the goal, a monetary goal. And every day we'll post a picture of me closer, a to little the top. bit higher. Dude, yes. And if you if you get too much, you'll fall off, just like in Price is Right. Yeah, the Yoda Lane exactly. guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All or that nothing guy. here. Oh. All or nothing. Whoa, that really scared Justin <laughs> for a second. Don't go over. <laughs> and last but not least, of course, America's th- heartthrob, El Jefe May. I've been playing footsies with Doc G the whole time. Woo-hoo-hoo! He's got long feet. <laughs> know what that means. Yeah, do. Long toenails. Oh. <laughs> Until next time, zip it up and zip it out. Zippity-doo-dah. <laughs>